Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Warning, this chapter of Distance Nerding was recorded live, which means there may be strong language, unsuitable for children, and unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for everyone who claims to be human. Parental discretion is advised. Listening and watching to distance nerding. He's, He's the Gotham, Gotham geek. geek. Yeah. No, me. Oh, 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 oh see. Uh, wait a minute. See. Oh, he's muted. We can't unmute him. You're muted. What happened? How about now? Oh, oh, there you go. There yep. he is. Let's do it again. Uh, do it. Take two. He's the Gotham Geek. Gotham guy. That's me. And he's Young Phil. And he's Jamez Five Thousand. And we're and here, we're to, here nerd to nerd together. Nerd. We're nailing it. We're talking about anything: pop culture, movies, food, music, wrestling, Deadpool, whatever you're nerding out on. We want to talk about it. Now, guys, you gotta follow us on all the places that exist where social media is. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Linktree, TikTok, all at Distance Nerding. Oh, man. Do we have so much for you guys tonight? So much fun. Oh, yeah. All the things tonight. Yeah, but let's get to it because uh, your friend, Marissa Dunlap, she went over what she was having for dinner, and I'm getting hella hungry. So uh, (laughs) get this rolling because, yeah, she got me all. Save a plate for me, Marissa, if you can. Can you make me like a to-go box, Mizzo? Just make me a little something. A little something. Something something, something take to work. A little bit. Hold the asparagus. yeah, I, I, I don't need to spare. Yeah, I, I mean, I would want tacos, but that sounds really good. What she's making sounds yeah, really yep. good. Exactly. And, and I'm not going to even say what it is for the listeners listening to the podcast. This is just for the viewers who are in the chat right now. This is to entice you to go and watch the show live. <laughs> 
Now, guys, uh, before I get into uh, what's on deck, uh, ladies and gentlemen, he's already on the screen, but still there. You know, I got I got to do the introduction here. Uh, he's a pretty good nerdy friend of ours. Uh, he's been on a lot of our wrestling streams, and uh, you know, I figured, dude, he's a he's a giant nerd. He's actually one. Of, he, he was actually Jackie's friend, and now we're friends. Uh, yep. So yeah, that we can be friends, said, and we can be friends, right? Throwing it out there, ladies and gentlemen, it's <laughs> my boy, the Gotham Geek, Fred Jackson. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks Fred for having me. House. Hell yeah! Man. Double G. What did we do last time? We called you Double G. That's yeah, right. G. Double G. Double G. Like Double Jeff G. Garrett, but you know, black and more buff. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be his like album title, like Double G Black and More Buff. Black you know I mean? buff. Blacker and Buffer. <laughs> Blacker, Blacker and Buffer. Buffer. There you go. Blacker and Buff. Can you slap nuts? Because that you know I'll get sued. But you know, but right. you know, yeah, I like that. Blacker and Buff. Blacker and Buff. Right. Yes. That's but thank awesome. you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, I know it's last minute, so I'm glad I can uh, spend some time with you guys this evening. You guys go, cover. So you guys go way back, right? This is like Best Buy days for you two. Is that what it no, is? Absolutely. Actually, we don't. Uh, we we had mutual friends at Best Buy. Right. Uh, me and Chris go back, right? Oh, but, right. Uh, uh, yeah, me and Fred actually met through uh, through Jackie. Um, yep. And, uh, and then we started going and watching nerd movies together. And we seeing saw Blade, Blade Runner uh, 20... 20 49, 49. 49. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, so that, that was good. That was good. Mm-hmm. I, met you at, uh, I met you at the restaurant, Nelson Brante, the um, little sports bar. Uh, that's right. We were watching the... Uh, um, it was a boxing match. The boxing match, yeah. Yeah, can't remember who fought. It was uh, Floyd Mayweather and um Logan Ir- Paul. no the Irish <laughs> close uh the Irish MMA fighter what's his name I always forget his name Connor Connor McGregor. McGregor. McGregor yes before he was a household household name well this, this is when he was a household name because that was that's why he had enough balls to call out uh, uh oh that's uh, right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he became more household because he called out because he called out Floyd Mayweather yeah yeah, yeah. No, he became a millionaire because he called out Floyd Mayweather right and, and got, got that boxing money Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> no matter what happened you're going to make some money no matter what yeah. happens no matter what the outcome is oh you know? dude that payday uh must have been ridiculous because you that's one of those things where you lose and you still make ridiculous amounts of money yeah kind of like the uh yeah the, the floyd floyd mayweather fight you know it was like i think comcast was charging a hundred dollars for that pay-per-view yeah a hundred dollars dude yeah it's crazy hence why we went and watched it at a at a bar and we didn't right exactly but- the bar and people paid it people paid it okay and by the way people are paying for us to talk about nerdy stuff so let's get into the nerdy stuff so guys this week on deck we've got the download oh i'm supposed to talk here sequels spooky toys space mountain and snyderverse oh my i was like did james fall asleep (laughs) he's like (laughs) starting rumors <laughs> is the Punisher is the Punisher also born again? Uh what you watching? So much to watch. He's frozen in time. Yeah, like James died and then froze. What what what's going on? What? I'm not frozen. I'm right here. What are you talking about? Okay. For a second you were dead. Yeah, oh. We didn't hear anything you said, man. I know. I was thinking James dies anytime. Finish his, finish this piece because I think I know what's going on. I think my computer got unplugged. Oh Freaking man. Out. All right, we'll go move to the next one. And then the last segment we're doing, guys. Growing up geeky. What did you nerd out on as a kid? Uh but before we get into all of that, hey, I'll, I'll tell you what was screwing me up. Marissa was messaging us in our in our chat, and I was like, "Is something going on?" So I thought something was wrong. So I thought, and I also uh, thought maybe she was really going to make me to go plate. So I thought I should say oh. thank. But let me go fix my computer. Be right back. Oh, right, okay, guys. Uh, before we jump into anything else, of course, but first, let me get a shout out. 
Now, guys, remember, the entire stream, our channels, everything that we do uh, here at Distance Nerding is, of course, brought to you by Poddex. Ladies and gentlemen, Poddex, our unique interview question and starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you so are whether a you are a new podcaster or an existing <laughs> broadcaster looking to grow your audience, get more engagement, you're going to want to check out poddex.com. Use code NERDING10, NERDING0. I think he froze again. He's frozen again. <laughs> Use NERDING10 to get 10% off of your order. Guys, they have all kinds of stuff. They've got the decks. They've got merch. they got like shirts and all kinds of stuff. It is awesome. Guys, head over to uh, uh, poddex.com and use the code NERDING10 to get 10% off of your order. Now, of course, got to throw it out there. And a lot of people always ask, Bill, what gives you so much energy? You're always so energized and wild and crazy and whatnot. And I'll tell you what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Young Phil is brought to you by Dubby. 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 Is an emerging brand of energy drinks created to help focus, concentration, reaction time with no jitters or crash. Dubby contains no maltodextrin, no sugar, no fillers, no artificial colors, no dyes. Guys, you got to find out more about Dubby. Head over to www.dubby.gg and use the code NERDING10 to get 10% off your order. Now, guys, there are five delicious flavors. You've got Dub Sludge. You've got Galaxy Grenade. You've got Dragonade. We've got the new flavors in uh, Beach and Peach and uh, uh, Passion Joy Tea. And then, of course, the non-caffeinated flavor, uh, the newest flavor of on, on the deck uh, is Monkey Madness, which is a hydration flavor. And it is awesome. Guys, if you have not tried it, you should check it out. Again, use the code NERDING10. You get 10% off of your order. Uh, if you are planning to see us at a con soon, which we'll talk about our uh, next appearances here in the Geek End Update pretty soon. Um, but if uh, if you guys haven't checked it out, we usually give out free samples. Uh, so if you want to try everything out and, and, and taste everything, it's going to be pretty, pretty great uh, for you guys to try all the flavors here. Uh, and again, we have all of them or we'll make it on the fly. So that way, <laughs> so that way we'll uh, uh, try everything out. So let me uh, let me head back over here real quick. Now, guys, we lost the Jamez just for a second. Uh, but that just being there uh, I, lately, he's been doing it. So this is a good chance for me to do it again. Uh, and there he is. Never mind, James. You're here back in time. Use code NERDING10 for that 10% off. All right. It's All like right. he never left. Exactly, right? It's it's, it's almost <laughs> it would have been frozen. It would have been perfect if he was five seconds, like, you know, in sooner. But either right. that, either way, uh, James, I think it's time. You know what time it is? It's about that time. It's about that time. You want to say it? No, I don't. All right, I'll say it. It's time for the Geekers! Well, you, you, I didn't know we were going to say that. I would have said that. <laughs> Anyway, oh, what do we got coming up, man? Coming up October 8th, Grants Pass, Oregon, up in Oregon. We're going to Oregon. Anna Medford is coming October 8th. So go check it out. It's the same place we were at Metal Art Comic Con. So if you came to Metal Art Comic Con, it's going to be at the same spot. So Anna Medford, Southern Oregon's only anime convention. It's going to be tons of vendors, tons of artists. Uh, I forgot who we met up there last time. Was it Floyd? Our buddy Floyd? Oh, yeah. Floyd, no, garbage Floyd, pail. Floyd Sumner. He's, uh, he's one of the artists from garbage pail kids yeah that was awesome that was awesome the, uh, the, the carts yeah or the no way yeah it's pretty awesome dude like the the he oh, showed dude. us a bunch of original artwork it's pretty badass yeah Man. and while we were interviewing him he was just drawing in his notebook and then he's like anybody want like an atom bomb and he just drew an atom bomb while we were <laughs> while we were sitting up there talking to him it was great but uh we got a ton of guests uh did you see philippe we got like five panels that we got to handle i saw yes. that so i gotta start writing panels now but i mean like <laughs> just so you're aware like, yeah yeah you should. And, and it's gonna it's <laughs> This is like um, 
um, a little little uh, anime fest up in Oregon. So we have Nazia Chandri. I'm I'm assuming I said that right because Philippe hasn't corrected me yet. So <laughs> voice actress, singer, known for voicing Misaki Tanabe on Wonder Egg Priority, Nambia on Attack on Titan, and then we also oh, have nice. Gray Griffin, who you formerly known as Gray Delisle. I was gonna say say the name that everybody knows. I know that's true, <laughs> but it's her it's her new name. You gotta say I, the I new know, name because right? she's married, so I, I I get that. But everybody knows her as Gray Delisle. So so I mean probably the most famous thing she's Azula from Avatar: The Last Airbender. She'll be there. Dude, she's been in every show that you've ever liked as a uh, '90s kid. So I mean like you know, oh, she's a, dude, Gray Delisle's in everything. I know, I know. And then speaking of in everything, Olivia Hack will also yeah. be there. So, so uh, she was in Nickelodeon's Hey Arnold, right? Yeah. She mm-hmm. was Ty Lee in Avatar: The Last Air- Airbender. Actually, Gray Griffin and mm-hmm. Olivia Hack were both in Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Oh. So that'll be fun to talk about. Now I always bring this up too: is not only is uh, Olivia Hack uh, part of uh, all that, and like she's known now as a voice actress, but she's uh, she was also the new Cindy in uh, the the Brady Bunch movies from the nineties. That's true. That's true. But she played Cindy Brady in all those in all those uh, like you know very uh, very Brady holiday and very Brady whatever all those movies the very Brady movies. Oh, you mean okay? I thought you meant the 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 um, the, the parody the um, the satire movies. You're, you're talking about the Brady Bunch movies and TV shows they actually aired on CBS or whatever. No, the 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 the, the move the, the remake movies where they the were ones like, you're talking about. Yeah, oh, they, oh, oh, like they were still in the 70s, but like it took place in the 90s. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> Daddy was afraid in our yard. <laughs> yeah, so she played she played Cindy Brady in all those. Oh man, she was great. Yeah. She was great. You just so stupid. Did you? I always thought it was funny uh, that she like she was a good enough actress at that age that she put on a lisp to, to do Cindy Brady because she doesn't right. have so it's like that that's awesome yeah to put on that yeah to actually yeah but like I don't have a list but I can do one I can do one for this. right dude I'm excited to talk to them I was like looking about it I'm like oh I need to go get some new Funko Pops I need to get some some Azula and some Tylee Funko Pops so we got to hit up Beehive we got to hit up Fugitive Toys we got to hit up uh, Toy Fusion we got to get us some pops before we head up there right but don't forget uh october 8th grants pass oregon come check it out it's gonna be fun annie medford so if you want to check out tickets check out the panels we're gonna do it's annie-medford.com yeah yay Ooh, that's a that's an interesting flavor i did there Ooh, what What'd happened you, so this this is the first time i've done these two flavors together i did galaxy grenade and passion joy tea um passion joy tea is a passion fruit iced tea and um galaxy grenade is watermelon guava and lime so this is a watermelon guava lime and passion fruit iced tea Ooh, it's actually pretty, it's it's good it's just it's very different not not what i was expecting uh, and, uh, but i like it it's good so say zero calories what happened zero calories zero, he was asking yeah zero calories oh yeah zero calories zero sugar um it doesn't have like all the fillers and everything so like it's really they're, they're really small um scoops uh like the, the containers don't look like they're that big but this has this has 30 servings in it oh wow. yeah so this thing this, this actually has more than your average tub of g fuel i'm sorry i'm of competitor i'm not sorry i'm not supposed <laughs> to say chief fuel the leading brand <laughs> the leading brand of uh of, of powdered energy drink uh 
let's try the other guys energy drink other guys uh, no, w, w is getting a lot of like awards and stuff um you know what man i you know what i didn't think about it until uh darren said it in the chat but i should probably invite the uh um the ceo of w on the show yeah he's the, he seems like a nice dude he's always like thanking us for posting stuff yeah and he reposts a lot of our posts so i mean like it's pretty pretty dope like yeah man you um, owe us man yeah come on get on the show. <laughs> i'm pretty sure magnet give me a magnet or something i'm pretty sure we're also the only people who are like giving out free samples because everybody else that, that they're sponsored by are just like you know gamers and streamers so i'm pretty sure we're the only ones going to like cons and giving out uh uh samples of their stuff for free good point good point by the way uh darren's asking like that. he should get a discount dude you get a discount 10 percent off 10 percent yeah. off nerding 10 use nerding 10 and you get 10 percent off w.gg yo no he wants 10 percent off your discount thing. oh i see how it is that, that's that, that's the message he's trying to convey <laughs> he wants that 550 free that's what he's looking for Low All right, let's house. do this. Let's get into this. Yeah, yeah man. Let's so, make some dinner because Marissa's making me hungry. I, I know, right? right? Just we all, <laughs> we, we all want what she's putting down right now, right? Exactly. Uh, yep. <laughs> but guys, uh, I think at this point, it is now time for the download. And Don't forget to check out the Distance Sturdington post from all the news, all the trailers, all the reactions, all, all the rumors, all everything coming in the Distance Nerdington post on Facebook. So all you got to do is search Distance Nerdington post and right there. I think we're like over 800 some people like, you know, uh, Darren's posting, Cam's posting, I'm posting, Philippe's posting, everybody's posting all kinds of news. I was so happy. I was the first one to post the Deadpool news today. Good job. Mm. Good call on that. And, and you were and that I beat everybody yep it's still good I was so happy <laughs> am I frozen again no, no I can't there we go. I can't hear Philippe okay there we go there's Philippe okay. there we go I wasn't saying anything until I saw my picture pop back up so we're, we're, we're oh, okay yeah but he, he was, saying, he, was the first, he was the first one <laughs> no what happened yeah. I, I switched uh from Wi-Fi to hard to, to hardwire so that's probably why I just did that to me right now ah cool gotcha all right let's get into this we got some news we got all kinds of stuff going on so okay JJ Abrams hasn't given up on the Cloverfield franchise just yet hey, you know what, what did you I'm think of cloverfield what happened what, what do you think of cloverfield i like the cloverfield movies man i i you know i, I the first one it, it was a little shaky but it was good uh 10 cloverfield lane was amazing uh like because you don't even know that it's a cloverfield movie until like the very end so it's like it's it's very much a uh kind of like jump or or like a, a psychological like leap into the mind of these people who are hiding from these aliens and then the cloverfield paradox was okay but like the first two movies were actually really good now the second one had john goodman in it right yes mm -hmm. a little star power so so uh let's see abrams is set to produce another film in the franchise he's not directing he's producing it um mm -hmm. and he's hired wounds director babak and vari to helm the next installment of the horror sci-fi franchise for paramount so also matt reeves and drew goddard will executive produce this the full film with joe barton set to write the script so i mean i mean they're putting some money they're putting some names behind this right Right. Abrams is into it. Matt Reeves is into it. So Drew Goddard. Did, uh, did, did Matt Reeves direct any of these movies? Yeah, that's I what I was thinking. I, I can't remember who directed them. I know I can't remember who directed the first one. I think Abrams produced the first one. I, I thought Abrams directed the first one too. That's that's because I, I could have sworn the movie that made that that gave him the, like the current fame that he has right now. You're like, good job, Matt. Have you ever heard of Star Wars? I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, good job, um, I don't know. Somebody could uh, IMDb it or something. That'd be great. Uh, that's actually what I'm doing right now. Go ahead and so go. 
Cloverfield was directed by Matt Reeves, but who directed the other two? Oh, okay. First one was directed by Matt. Oh, it was directed by Matt Reeves. The first one was directed by Matt Reeves. Ten Cloverfield okay. Lane was directed by Dan Trachtenberg. That's right. Okay. I remember that being a big deal. Mm -hmm. and, and then, then uh, Julius Paradox. Ona directed uh, Cloverfield Paradox, and that was the one that was that, that was like the first. Um, that movie was the first like like big budget movie to make its way on the uh, onto Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember it being a big deal that this movie didn't go to theaters and ended up going on Netflix and people freaked out. But mm -hmm. you know what? In, in hindsight, I'm kind of glad that happened because it seems a little big budget B-rated when they were on the ship. I mean, that's just me. Yeah. Um, There's a story. Yeah, it's epic and it ties in at the very end and it ties into the first one. But I, I kind of got that direct-to-video feel with, with the third one. Uh, I'm not saying I wasn't entertained and, you know, the story wasn't engaging to some extent, but um, I definitely have to put the second one up there. Um, but I, I'm still a big fan of the first one. And my only complaint is that if they're continuing the Cloverfield story, mm -hmm. is it based off the first one? Because my understanding after watching the first one was the sequel is supposed to be from another point of view of the same day, the same monster that's attacking, but from a different part of the city. You know, more monster, kaiju, more... I'm not saying it has to be more shaky cam or more, you know, um, you know, point of view or whatever, but that was my understanding. So if they do this fourth one, which, you know, if they can, you know, get it going, I hope it's more on the monster that we're seeing right now on the screen. That's what I want. That's what I was hoping for. Right. Uh, you know, the, you, we knew the government was involved somehow. The first movie kind of led to that. I want to see more of that. They knew what was going on before all the, you know, the civilians. Why? What's going on? Right. And, and the, the big, come from? right. The big thing about this, uh, about, about the, the monster slash alien, the kaiju that showed up in the first movie was that it was a baby. And this thing right. was like the size, like, like, like it engulfed New York City. So imagine what a full grown one of these things would like be. Exactly. Exactly. So who knows? Maybe it might be years later, you know, the aftermath of, of that of that night. You know, I, I, I'm still hoping that it's just the same night. You know, that's what I'm hoping, but I don't know. I don't right. know. But, you know, but I'm down, you know. I mean, it, it can't be worse than the third one. So, you know, <laughs> let's... Like I, I said, generally I like the series. Just you know, yeah. uh, they they I think they could have done a better job with the third movie. Um, mm -hmm. Again, Clover Ten Cloverfield Lane was 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 great. Yeah, that was good. The second one was good. You know what's interesting? Yeah. You you kind of brought it up, but like Cloverfield Paradox, that went straight to Netflix, right? Like one of the right. first movies. Mm -hmm. I think there's something a little bit more forgiving, you know, with a movie that goes straight to uh, streaming and it and it doesn't land. It's like, yeah, now we see why it went straight to streaming. Whereas like if it was a uh, in theaters everybody like oh that was horrible yeah. why was that movie right. made you know like kill that franchise where if it's you know straight to uh, a streaming service okay yeah because yeah. Cloverfield Paradox had a release date and then they ended up I guess Netflix bought the rights to it to put it on Netflix and then the that's second right. and, and did they announce it at the Super Bowl like right yeah. after the Super Bowl is like you can stream it right now or something yeah like they announced the movie um, like like uh, in the Super Bowl commercial and they said movie now streaming on Netflix and people freaked like, out what? it was like, they just announced this movie and it's already on Netflix. Netflix right now. They're like, how much time is there left in the game? Yeah. <laughs> this game is over, right? Okay. And then, uh, <laughs> and then after that, their next big budget thing was Bright, and those two movies ushered in what we have now with like all these big budget movies and shows on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Look yep. at you, look mm -hmm. at you, so smart with Hollywood coming to Netflix. Mm -hmm. All right, let's keep going. We don't have any casting news or or plot details yet, but once we get them, we'll be sharing them. Oh yeah. Okay, Absolutely. let's keep it going because I have in look, man. I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe news. 
That's exactly how you got to say it. See, you got to flow out more. So you've been hanging around. You've been hanging around this dude too long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a little odd, a little odd, but you know, I got it. Mm-hmm. So we got some casting news for the Beverly Hills Cop series. So check this out. So we're getting some of the original cast members back. We're getting, you know, um, Eddie Murphy as Axel Foley, but then Judge Reinhold said or confirmed that he's coming back as Rosewood and John Ashton as Taggart. We're also getting Paul Reiser back to be his partner. What was his name? Jeffrey Friedman or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're still and, partners. <laughs> I know, right? After all those years, he still feels like. <laughs> That's Detroit, man. Nothing ever changes. It's Michigan. You know, what are you going to do? And Bronson Pinchot is confirmed to be coming back as the art gallery salesman. Sarge. Sarge. Would you like a a spritzer with a layman twist? With a layman? It's really good. You should try it. Uh, I'm good. No, thank you. Akmel. Akwell. Axel. Axel. here to see you. Acquaintance. Oh, God. So good. Uh, Now you look at the shirt. There's a scrub. (laughs) Bronson Pinchot was like my Not favorite my sexy. favorite character in that movie hey david wayne's had a uh, had a debut in that too people yeah. don't know people forget he where he was at the, at the buffet and sold him the bananas no he gave him the bananas he said shh Go ahead, take the bananas. You go ahead. You take the bananas. You know it'd be funny if if there was a cameo by Damon Wins Jr. because he looks so much like his dad. Oh, that's right. Right. In certain in certain things, like like like, or I I won't I won't say he looks just like him. Just like with certain facial expressions, he looks just like his dad. Yeah, exactly. Like like that (laughs) that, that scene at the end of uh uh of the other guys, right? When he goes, I hope you like prison food. Right. When he does that, he looks just like his dad. Right. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's like, there we go. That's what we want. Yeah, because like, you know, like he doesn't 100% look like his dad all the time, right? Like you can see the resemblance, but when he does certain right. facial expressions, it's like, you know, that's Damon Wayne's right there. Right, exactly, exactly. So what would be funny is if, you know, Axel uh, goes to go buy some new bananas, some more bananas. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, and it's and it's it's Damon Wayne's son, but it's the same character. He's like, yeah. don't get old. Yeah. Right, it's like, don't you? Never mind. You, want, you back for more bananas? Right, exactly. exactly. All right, so we're, we're getting getting all those actors back including Eddie Murphy but we're also getting newcomers to the franchise Joseph Gordon-Levitt nice and Taylor Page is going to be in it so kind of cool okay. there's a lot of acting power in this so Mark Malloy is directing the uh, script by Will Beal Jerry Bruckheimer and Chad Oman are producing for Jerry Bruckheimer Films along with Eddie Murphy Jerry Bruckheimer uh, um, produced the originals right yeah 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 yeah, yeah so that's, that's that's a pretty cool the big yep, yeah. the big orange poster especially in part two because Tony Scott, uh, Tony Scott directed the second one. God rest his soul, Tony Scott. Uh, well, well, it's a Top Gun. Um, and so it has that nice, gritty, orange, hazy scenes and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and Bruckheimer and Tony Scott did a lot of movies together. So yeah. I'm happy that Bruckheimer's back on board uh, for this one. Exactly. And you know what else? I kind of like how they're doing the, the Cobra Kai thing. You know, they're, yeah, they're yeah. seeing the formula and it's like, okay, you pay homage to the original. That's what you do. You know, you, they're still the focal point and then you introduce new characters characters you know mm-hmm. that help you know that kind of goes along with them you don't just be like like if they would have did just you know a new you know like joseph gordon levin played a new cop you know the, the new wisecracking cynic cop who doesn't play by the rules you know and then axel or eddie murphy was cameos it wouldn't have worked so you no, have to do right. it that way you have to honor you know top gun maverick did the same thing you know cobra god you honor the original you honor what was what you like and then you sprinkle in some new stuff so you know i hear you so, yeah Guaranteed so that said uh they should reboot police academy yes Dude. 
and, and, uh, and uh, I'm forgetting his name, but the dude who does uh, uh, Carl, no, not it's not Carl Winslow, something Winslow. Um, Winslow. Uh, God, what's that? He does the voices. Yeah, I, I was gonna say not Carl Winslow because Carl Winslow's from uh, Family Matters. Family Matters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 Winslow, something Winslow. Winslow. Yeah, Officer Winslow. Uh, um, the dude who does the voices and everything. He was also in uh, um, Michael in Sp- Winslow. Michael Winslow. Michael yeah, Winslow. He, yeah. He was in Spaceballs too. Remember, he was like, you know, yep. the radar. The thing goes. Ooh, 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 Okay, so we don't, we have no banana in the tailpipe opsis. Ah, uh, no banana in the tailpipe opsis. <laughs> but the film is currently shooting in California now. Uh, oh, I'm, I really am excited for this, man. Yeah, and it's coming yeah. to Netflix. Speaking of movies going straight to Netflix, right now you you would think it would go to Paramount Plus, since I'm assuming Paramount still have, owns the rights to it. Because right, I can, a lot okay. of a lot of these movie studios, because I know um, uh, Warner Brothers does it a lot too. They what they'll do is if they don't want to, like if they don't feel like it's going to do well, then they'll shop it out to other um, to other streaming services, especially Hulu and. and Netflix. Um, like, look at what what's happening with um, with the Cape Crusaders, right? The Cape Crusader cartoon. Warner Brothers canceled the whole thing, and now they're shopping it to different networks, right? So it's right. like, you know, for some reason, Warner Brothers doesn't think that that's gonna gonna mm-hmm. do well, even though that's gonna be gangbusters. Like, you know, all of us, all all of us that grew up with Batman know as much as we love the animated series. If it's it's the same crew making it, and they're doing a more edgy, you know, more adult uh, take on it, like it's one of those things where they let it grow up with the people who watched it growing up it's right. gonna do well exactly. you know what i mean yeah. like it's gonna do really well but for some reason Warner runner brothers doesn't think it's gonna do well so that's why they're shopping it out it's the same thing like paramount probably doesn't think that uh that this is gonna do well um which again the the stupid thing is like you know the, the example that they have is sony and, and cobra kai but i but i'm you know it's whatever you know executives mm-hmm. are, are the dumbest people in the world though and this it could have been a long time ago too beverly hills cop 3 came out in 94 mm-hmm. you know so we're looking at almost 20 years so paramount could have been like hey we, what's a streamer we just want some money here we'll license out beverly hills cop 4 right. fine and yeah you gotta remember back then like eddie murphy wasn't doing anything yeah right he's yeah. had the That's longest hiatus ever so. the other thing could be that when eddie murphy probably pitched it to paramount he said i wanted to be on netflix because he's been doing so much work with netflix he's probably like you know what we're doing so well at netflix i want right. to going. you know so he has like a, he has like a very good install base with netflix so right. paramount's like okay well we'll We'll pitch it to Netflix. They'll take it. We'll still make money off the streaming. Right. They'll make money because it's on their service, you know. And yeah. I'm sure if, if it's a big hit at some point, once it does just run through Netflix, it'll go back on Paramount. It, it'll go to Paramount Plus. Right. And then people are like, oh, I never heard there was a fourth one. Oh, it's really good. Is it on Netflix? Nope, it's on Paramount Plus. Oh, damn, you know. Same thing with Cobra Kai. It was on YouTube Red right. um, at the time, YouTube Premium, which I actually paid for just for that. And then season three went straight to Netflix with people who, you know, who didn't know about it. I'm like, oh, it's on Netflix. What? What? Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ready to get Netflix for that. So when you have a, an install basis there, so yeah, I I, I see what Paramount's doing. I still yeah. see what they're doing. Right. They're hedging. They're hedging their bets. <laughs> now, what's like what's Warner Brothers Discovery gonna do? Because I don't know if you guys remember, hashtag release the Snyder Cup kind of took over. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so this this next story is kind of an interesting one. I want to see what happens with this. So again, hashtag release the Snyder Cut happened. Everybody went crazy for it, and it's weird because like nobody expected anything to happen and all of a sudden HBO Max is like yeah 
we're yeah. gonna do it. We're gonna release the Snyder Cut. It was like, holy cow! Well, I can't believe you're gonna do it. Zack Snyder came back, and now he was just in the Teen Titans Go like cartoon. Right. Yeah. Now that's all coming back, and now people are like, he, you know, release the Snyder Cut again. So they want to continue the Snyder verse. Right. Again, so- I'm not against that. I, you know what? When you actually see the movies that were intended by Zack Snyder, they're a lot better than what Warner Brothers put out. You know, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. the whole thing was Warner Brothers. You know, again, they're doing the whole. You know, we don't think this is going to make money, so let's go ahead and change everything, right? And and you know, let's give it to Joss Whedon because we don't think Zack Snyder's doing a good enough job, right? But then you go right. back and look at what Zack Snyder's plan actually was, which is what we got in in the Snyder Cut. You know, so much better than mm-hmm. than than the Justice League, right? It's what we have affectionately called it is the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, there, now there's a whole story about um, Zack Snyder and his family and what Warner Brothers and they wanted to push it. But there was a again, I don't know the full story, but we all know that he had family issues where he's going to postpone the movie and mm-hmm. then Warner Brothers like no we need to finish this up because we're trying to get our bonus and we crank it out in November of that same year so that's why they brought along Josh to trim it down and get it going I don't know if that's the full story or not but but what we got that that under two hour cut was not and this is nothing against Josh Wheat I'm not saying that his his directing is bad I mean no matter I, I love Josh Wheat no, Josh, I, I love Whedon, this. Josh Whedon is a good director you know the, the yeah, thing is that it was he tried to do the Avengers treatment to Justice League and Justice League is a completely or just DC characters in general are a completely different breed of animal. So you ha- right. you can't treat them the same and expect like, you know, oh, I'm going to do this uh, bright uh, Marvel style when DC is a lot darker and grittier. Like it doesn't work, work out right. the same way. Exactly. Uh, now, he, I mean, there's always, I mean, you, you can always have op- polar opposites like Flash can be the, you know, comic relief or yeah. a younger, a younger Green Lantern and all that to mix up with Batman and Superman. Superman, I think it needs to be, be a bit more bright and colorful. Maybe if they bring back Henry Cavill, they'll make more of a brighter version of Superman that's not mm-hmm. really directed by Zack Snyder to be a produced whatever but more color to it but I you know but yeah it's still a dark story um the the, the Snyder cut was a perfect example of what you saw the building blocks you saw yeah. dark side you saw kind of like I, I don't want to compare it to Thanos or anything like that with the Avengers but you saw what he was building toward just right. in that first in that first movie you saw that scene where they saw him in a portal you know and dark side's like what's up what's up G come on bring it and they're yeah. like next time next time okay you know so you saw who they're dealing with and you saw what? the future with and, the evil and- Superman yeah and, and I mean, like they, they, he, his whole thing was he was he was leading towards injustice, and that's why now that you have kind of like a full picture of what injustice was going to be, like you have Superman taken over by um the the the, the anti life equation, like mm-hmm. you see the direction he was going in, and it became compelling, and it's like I want to see this, right? Right. This whole thing with like you you get to see Jared Leto as the Joker in a way that he should have been in the first place. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like that's that was that was a way better performance as the Joker than than the one we got from yeah. that squad right? and, and, and I'm glad they stuck with that like uh, I remember there's a podcast I was listening to I forgot uh, who, uh, the name of the podcast uh, but uh, distance uh, it, nerding. It, it was distance uh, nerding. <laughs> yeah it was and, and it was a guy named Philippe that said uh, yeah. no. but uh, there's, there's a saying that if you can recycle garbage in anything if, you, mm-hmm. if you're writing something or something didn't work in part one or something didn't work in this one if you can bring it back and it's better yeah. you know or you know it's, it's it, that, that's great so if you're like you don't need to cut everything and, and I kind of that leads to the sh- bringing back the Schneider verse, I think that they don't need to bring back if Warner Brothers and Discovery want to change something. I think they could just take the best elements of Zack Snyder of the, the Schneider verse and add that to what they're doing new. So if they do another Superman with Henry Cavill, God willing, you yeah. know they can bring that same story. But I'm not saying Zack Snyder has to direct it. He can give his feedback. He can be a producer or whatever. But they can add some new stuff. But you have your core, your Aquaman. Aquaman worked. Yeah. Uh, you know, Clark, uh, uh, Henry Cavill Superman works. Wonder Woman worked. Not yeah. so much Wonder Woman eighty four. 
but it still works, you know. They just tried um, to touch an 84 and they tried to do such an obscure storyline. Uh, you know, like it, it they, they should have stuck with a more recognizable storyline. Like they probably should have went with like Gargantua instead of going with like, you know, right the, the stuff that they went with in 19 in, in, in uh Wonder Woman 84. Right. Um, you know, because like I said, I I felt like they were just too ambitious with that movie and it, yeah. and it didn't work out the way they thought it was going to. They should have kept it simple. I wish they would have did a sequel with um man, I forgot her name in the first one, but she died. She was the one who was training Diana as a as a kid. Yeah. Um, uh, Robin, she's from House of Cards. Robin. Um, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, her. Yeah, like if somehow she would have survived being killed, and then she saw her years later, you know, decades later, or whatever, in modern day, and she was still she still hated men. Yeah. And she had to fight Diana or something. Diana's like, no, I men of the world is good. Not all are like that. Whatever. So they're, they're like these opposing point of views. You know that that would have been cool. So I know when they do Wonder Woman three, it'll be a modern day. I know Wonder Woman's going to be in. Um, I think the Flash. No, Shazam. She's supposed to be in Shazam. So I'm looking forward to that and see what what they do with her. But yeah, you know. But you have Shazam being a hit. You have you know, uh, for better or for worse, Ben Affleck's Batman. You know, people like it. Some people like you know, it. Some I, people don't. I I, I like Batfleck. You know, be, I, just, I love him. Yeah, I, I love I, the suit. He's, he's a good Batman. I feel like he's as as Batman. You know, he he has kind of like the pathos. He has like the, the the minor comedy bits to him. But it's like his his comedy bits aren't like oh he's outright funny and witty it's like you know like right. like the the scene at the end of uh uh of batman v superman right and he goes uh superman goes is she with you he goes i thought she was with you right I thought she that's, was with you. right that's 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 the kind of comedy like you you get from batman that works right, right. exactly time, yeah. you know like you have he's dark and brooding and when he's bruce wayne you know he's he's a philanthropist but he is you know he's a playboy that kind of just plays the game at this point he's more uh dark knight returns bruce wayne so he's you know kind of just fed up with with um just kind of falling in line and now he's just you know out for for vengeance is what his whole thing is right. you know exactly exactly you know i like yeah. that you see his real personality is when he is in the costume and he's batman you know so i mean mm-hmm. like I, I feel like ben affleck does a really good job as batman uh again uh when when people said that he tuned out for justice league it was more the editing that they did for for, for the justice cut right the justice league, yeah right yeah. because when you go and look at the Zack snyder cut when you look at the snyder yeah, the Snyder cut, you know, his his character was so much better and so much more well developed, you know. Right. I think I think right. the tell will be how his acting is or how his character is in the new Aquaman movie that comes out next year. Is it next year? Year after. Yeah. Well, but, they were all supposed to be like late this year. Everything everything got pushed back. Uh right. even Black Adam got pushed back to October. And I think we're getting Shazam either Christmas or sometime next year. I want to say Christmas. Um and then ex- after that, we'll see what happens with Flash and uh Flash and uh there's another movie. Aquaman too. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm excited for uh for Black Adam. Uh, I just I don't want them to do what Sony just did with Morbius and try to make him like a reluctant good guy that is just happens to be, you know, on the side of that. Yeah. Like that, right. that that scene at the end of the movie, the the post credit scene made no sense to the character that was in the movie. Morbius, I you know, it was like, oh, we're gonna make Booster Six, but why? He just spent an entire arc trying to be a good guy and ended right. with want to be a good guy, right? But all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we're gonna be bad guys now. Cool, let's do that. You know, it, it, that movie was stupid. I, I mean, like, dude, I'd be like, I know. See, if I was more, I'd be like, first question, who are you? Second question, who's Spider Man? Right. Third, uh, third thing, uh, if you're from a different dimension, how'd you get the suit? Because that's an Avengers. That's from Avengers tech, and there's no Avengers in this world. Right. Like, it's three. Number that, four. You know, why do I want to team up? Team up with you? Yeah. It's, that, it's, that movie was dumb, but. 
I mean, like, like I'm hoping that with Black Adam, you know, it's more if they go the they're going the anti-hero route. If they go that route, I want him to be more of like, you know, you see his plight and him trying to be almost like Dr. Doom. Right. He's trying to be right. uh, a good leader for Kondok. But the thing is, is that he does bad things to get his uh, motives going. Right. Uh, right. And, and I want to see that vengeance, uh, like, like that revenge motive between him and Shazam. Right. Where it's like. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the story based on Shazam and the the deleted, um, the extended, not the extended cut, but the uh, the uh, the end credit scene when they're sitting on the thrones and there, there's one throne that's empty. Right. You know, and there's like, who's that? So it's, it's kind of ominous as to who he was. So everything already lends to him having a confrontation with, with Shazam. So whatever happens in Black Adam, he can't be too much on the right side of the angels. He still has to be at least chaotic neutral to some degree. Right. To have some conflict because Shazam 3, which I'm sure they'll set that up in Shazam 2. Right. Um, Black Adam won't show up until probably the end. Then Shazam 3 have to deal with it. You can't keep it apart. You know, if anything, right now, the, the shared universe right now is Black Adam and Captain Shazam. That's a shared universe, right? Until we figure out what to do with the Flash and Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, let me do some quick cleanup. So ju- just jumping back to what you guys were talking about earlier, Robin Wright mm-hmm. in Wonder Woman, uh, she played Antiope. Antiope? Uh, Antiope. Antiope? Yes, you? yes. And then Shazam Fury of the Gods comes out March 17th. So they did push it. Okay, yeah. 2023. Well, I guess with Avatar coming out, they're kind of smart to do that. Yeah. I think delays are like, yeah, we don't want to get our butts totally kicked by Avatar 2. We talked just... about this uh, a couple weeks ago. That's exactly it. it. It wasn't really just the shared release date. It was the the real estate for IMAX screens that right. was yeah. really pushing it over. So mm-hmm. okay, yeah, and you, yep. en- no, enough yeah. enough of the DC universe. Let's right. go from one multiverse uh, to well, another. I was gonna say one last comment, real quick, right? Just on the on the picture that's uh, that's on here. Yeah. Um, anybody uh, else notice that uh, Zack Snyder has no tattoos when he's in the animated universe? Yeah, what's up with that, man? Yeah, that dude is covered in tattoos. That's why I'm like, he has no tattoos. <laughs> they either they either didn't want to show it or they were extremely lazy and didn't have time. They just didn't want to. Detail. All his tattoos on him. All right, let's right. The next story here. <laughs> okay, from Empire Magazine, we have a new photo to share from Marvel's Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, featuring Tenoch Huerta as Namor. I'm I'm so excited with this, especially with the news that they just uh, uh, brought into with that uh, Empire article. So I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you do this. I'm not gonna steal your thunder. Stealing my thunder all the time. So anyway, anyway, it boils down to uh, we got some new photos, right? And you know, Kugler was quoted in it, um, and they talked through it and like um Huerta was actually really cool where he was like um uh Huerta also talked about his new incarnation of the character which is inspired by the culture and history of Mesoamerica saying you can take Atlantis from Greek myth or you can adapt from a real culture rather than being the ruler of Atlantis this new version of the character is the ruler of Talokan which is pretty cool right. like you know let's just adapt it all and make it make Namor our own you know we don't have to share mythos with you know Greek mythology it's just this is us this is our and then the big piece that came out of this was that they confirmed it. They mentioned it in the article that Namor is indeed a mutant. Yes. Again, this is something that I'm excited about because they haven't really touched on mutants in in uh, in the Marvel universe yet. They've they've kind of like slowly started mentioning it lately. But it's Marvel. Well, but I mean, the, the fact that they're confirming <laughs> that he is a mutant, right? And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I mean, that that's that's that, that means they're taking that leap. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, they have to start somewhere, and I think that's a smart thing to do. Um, Which means he's going to have the winged feet. <laughs> 
I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Because well, I fear when I when I first saw the trailer for Wakanda Forever, um, you know, they showed them guy kind of like from the back, you know, rising up from the water. Mm-hmm. You know, looking, I was like, ah, that's not Namor. It's not my Namor. You know, or whatever. So I was a little, a little, a little skeptical. This new picture that, that dropped, you know, I'm feeling more comfortable about it. You know, I'm I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping he keeps the attitude of Namor. The oh, yeah. you know, yeah, n- not so much like humble, but like a right, like he has inalienable rights to the water. Yeah, it seems like the 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 way that it looks is he's going to be arrogant. He's going to be you know just kind of like I am the ocean kind of thing, like the way that Namor is in the comics. Uh, right. I mean, the two things I've noticed on this, obviously, the picture that we're seeing on the screen right now, he has the pointed ears like Namor. Um, yeah, I was happy to see that. Yeah. But then also I saw another picture of his costume and there are wings on his boots. Sweet. So he yeah. does have the wings on the boots. Um, they look like they were like um, decorative on uh, on the boots. But I mean, they could be actual wings like he has in, in, in the comics. Oh, you know that they they also added that it's explained that the motivation of Namor in the story is drawn by the ramifications of T'Challa's decision in Black Panther to finally uh, reveal that Wakanda, you know, true Wakanda is to the world. Mm. So that decision puts uh, Talo Khan in jeopardy. So it's like what uh, Black Panther did okay. had bigger ramifications. So maybe it's like what he thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only thing now, though, is this kills my entire theory about uh, introducing Doctor Doom, because if if he's making the decision to attack Wakanda because uh, be- because of the, the reveal of Wakanda, um, then this is probably not going to be something that's orchestrated by Doctor Doom unless they still have Doctor Doom in here and he like is whispering in um, in Namor's ear and telling him, hey, you know, none of this would have uh, would would have happened if Wakanda didn't reveal themselves and all that kind of stuff. So I don't, I don't know. Like, you know, I uh, this Believe, could, that would be cool. But to do that before Fantastic Four, though, well, the, the, but see, that's the idea was you can introduce Doctor Doom so that you already have the character established so that he's a bigger threat in in Fantastic Four. That's not a bad. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad idea. And plus, it would be a, a change of pace from the last two tries of doing a proper Doctor Doom. Right. So like, is, you, let's let's do a reverse. You know, let's right. just yeah. Right. Because if you know uh, War of War of the Two Kingdoms, right, which is what this is based on. This is based right. on uh, uh, Black Panther War. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, that's that's basically the the underlying story is Doctor Doom creates a war between Wakanda and Atlantis so that he can infiltrate uh, the the, um, the 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 Necro City. You know, gotcha. uh, you know, the idea is that he's trying to harness the uh, 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 the power of the Necropolis, uh, and in order to do it, he he has to distract uh, Wakanda so that he can sneak in, and that's why he starts a war with Atlantis. Uh, so I mean, like you know, he can sit there and he can like you know get Namor's ear and say, hey, you know, if it wasn't for T'Challa and Wakanda, then you wouldn't have been revealed and all this other stuff. And he can start a war between the two of them. Um, you know, and yeah. it can still happen, but just kind of the way that they're that, that they're describing it, it sounds more like Namor. This is a decision Namor made to protect him, his people, right? Right. So it seems like, like going in that route. But I like I like the idea of introducing Doctor Doom as an over overarching villain, arching and villain, that, right? Right. Yeah. And that's the whole thing is that that also makes it so that Namor his actions don't seem like he's a bad guy, right? Like it makes him seem like he's uh, doing things for the right of, for, for for the betterment and the right of his of his own people, and that makes him an anti-hero, right? Right. And which is what he is, right? He becomes an Avenger eventually. So I mean, that's that's the whole thing is you can establish that early, and then in the end of the movie, in the third act, you can make Doctor Doom the overarching evil. Yeah, you know, that's actually makes sense because uh, we all let's let's agree we all know the Avengers need some um, some bigger uh, characters, bigger superheroes on their team right now. They need more meat on the bone. Yeah. You know, well, if they're gonna do an Avengers four well, or five or whatever. Right. They were saying they're gonna do multiple villains. 
like multiple big, big bads. So it's not like just Thanos like it was last time. So that, right. that's what I was saying is like, you know, you can establish Doctor Doom. We already have Kang the Conqueror. So Kang the Conqueror can be the uh, uh, the the universal threat, whereas Doctor Doom is the world threat, right? Um, gotcha. And he can be something that is kind of even a threat to um, to uh, the Thunderbolts, right? And that gives the Thunderbolts something to do, right? And then you have them doing their thing, their Suicide Squad thing, going after Doctor Doom. Uh, and at the same time, you have uh, them fighting, you know, the Avengers. I mean, there's there's so much you can write in way of having that character involved in things and orchestrating things and seeing how much of a threat he is. So then by the time you get to Fantastic Four, you know Doctor Doom is, is a credible threat. Gotcha. Damn it, Philippe, man. I hope that doesn't happen because now you're going to be forced to watch Thunderbolt. Damn it. I was going to watch it anyways because I like the way I, to take characters that people don't care about and make them more relevant, you know? And plus you get more Bucky. You get that, more Winter Soldier. Hey, that was, can't that complain was, about Bucky. Can't complain about I mean, Soldier. that was a weird, uh, that, 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 that's a weird decision is to have Bucky on Thunderbolts, right? Because Dark all Bucky. the other people that they have coming in on the Thunderbolts, they make sense, right? Like you've got Ghost, you've got Yelena Belova, you've got, um, uh, uh, Red Guardian. Red Guardian. You have uh, U.S. Agent. Like those are all characters that make sense for the Thunderbolts, right? Uh, you know, if the, if 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 they would have done it early enough, you could have had Bullseye on there because Bullseye is actually a, a member of the Thunderbolts. Like things like that, right? Uh, can't, but can't have, do it yet. He, he hasn't been introduced in Dare. Well, got to be reintroduced in Daredevil. Well, but and that's what I'm saying is that they, they, it's too late at this point. They haven't introduced right. him enough to put him in that in in, in that movie. Um, right. But to put Bucky in there is like you know we've already made Bucky a good guy at this point so it's kind of weird to see him go back and I'm interested in seeing what the storytelling aspect of that's going to be well maybe he'll feeling, be oh, go ahead. I was going to say I have a feeling it's going to all come down to like redemption like if you look at all these characters they've all been kind of uh, bad guys thinking they're doing things for the right reasons where they're desperate that sort of thing it's going to be them like their redemption story like that's how um, what's her name Julia Louise Dreyfus is going to get them to like hey this is how you win back being a good guy yeah you know, oh, right. join Thunderbolts. And the other thing with Thunderbolts, since they're bringing Taskmaster back, I need her to be less robotic. <laughs> Uh, because she is very robotic. I need her to be the quippy, uh, you know, like shit talking taskmaster that that I love from the comic books. I don't care that they gender bended gender bended the character. Just make the attitude more like the one from the comics. Make make it more like the character from the comics. Because you have the fighting down, but you don't have the character like the way that that he is. Uh, unless you do like a taskmaster program and you do multiple taskmasters. I mean, you know, you can make masters. A character like that but i mean, you know and then you can introduce ken masters later but i mean like it would be better if you like if they're gonna continue with her being taskmaster to to give her that, that now that like her she's been a little deprogrammed like her actual yeah. personality herself is like quippy and quick like that because that mm -hmm. makes her a much more compelling character yeah no, can I, we get, I hope can we get back can. to wakanda can we get back well, to it, black it, panther it kind of ties in dr doom and all that stuff. But, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are deep you guys are deep <laughs> what i really want to say you you guys can keep going but what i really want to say like i just counted it out we are six weeks away from the black panther movie holy cow is it that soon dude i'm excited i know i just did it right now and i'm like oh my god is it really only six weeks away dude, six weeks away like, yeah. mm -hmm. i can't dude, this next week is gonna go fast between october it's coming what november mid-november yeah. or november 11th november 11th yeah, yeah. so it's, it's pretty much gonna own all of november up until avatar avatar 2 because that's in december mm -hmm. and then it'll be like a number one and number two you know from that point um exactly and so i, I do like your idea Philippe about you know um you know 
Black Panther T'Challa's decision because it makes sense story wise. Because mm-hmm. I know after he passed away, they're like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? With, you know, there's no T'Challa. So how do we, whatever. So at least him being the reason why he, he came up from the water, it ties together. So there's some continuity. You know, it, it won't be a last Jedi type of thing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, oh, it makes sense. Okay, that's right. You know, and now T'Challa's mom will feel the, the pain of what decisions he make. You know, I lost my entire family. Oh, what did you want from us? <laughs> I've and, almost cried during that trailer like oh, three yeah. times. And like, not, not, best, man. She, can, she, can, she can bring a tear to my eye. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, not not to drag it on anymore, right? Because uh, we do have to get into the next story. But like, um, I, the, the one thing that upsets me about this, and I hope they tell it in, in, in a way where it makes me less upset about it, is we're going to get an off-screen kill of T'Challa, and that bothers me. Yeah, I think that I have I, faith in Ryan Coogler I, I, and I Kevin Feige and everybody. I, but... I get the reasoning, but again, I've mentioned it multiple times every time we do a Black Panther story uh, is is he he wouldn't have wanted them not to recast the character. He knew the importance of the character. He yeah. knew that the character was bigger than him because it is a major character. He would have wanted somebody, he would have wanted them to recast that character. I'm telling you that right now because of the type of actor that he is, you know, like he would have he would have been like, you know, find somebody that can take on the role. I've set a bar. Do not let it go below this bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's like that's that's one of the things that bothers me is instead of recasting him they're going to kill him off screen which I hate off screen kills it, it bothers me really to my core for major characters what I'm hoping that they do is because there's so many more stories for Black Panther that I mean yeah you can we can get into Shuri as Black Panther but I mean so many more stories for T'Challa since they're doing multiverse and they're leading to secret wars that we get a alternate universe T'Challa and that ends up being the recast T'Challa and it makes sense well they can do that I mean if the decision to pull the trigger on Shuri as if that doesn't pan out they can do that (laughs) they can always say okay multiple universe you know boom okay here's a true Black Panther voila you know yeah and I love I'll take take the mantle back I'll take the mantle or whatever I I love Ta-Nehisi Coates's take on on Shuri becoming Black Panther she you know she's arrogant and she has to earn it from Boston and she doesn't get the powers of the Black Panther but she basically uh, Joe Montana's her way into being Black Panther right she she shows her way and shows Mm -hmm. that she's worthy of, of the mantle of Black Panther and Bass gives her the powers, you know, uh, but she has to do it on her own and it's a it's a growing experience as her as a character. Like, I, I think that that is a good arc. I felt like this was a little too early to, to do this. Um, mm-hmm. But in, I mean, it's, it's this is where they're at and this is where they're going with it. I'm okay with it. Um, but I still feel like, like, we weren't, we're, if, if they don't recast T'Challa, we're never going to get that relationship between him and Storm. Exactly. Right? I think you need to accept that. Like, you may not get it. And I, I'm, I'm a little upset on. about that. No, I'm, I'm going to be upset about that because some of those stories are some of the best stories in the Black Panther mythos. I mean, maybe we'll get a whole, maybe we'll get a whole like, you know, other universe, like an, an X-Men mutant universe where that can happen. Or, or maybe, I was going to say, maybe Shuri and, uh, and, and Aurora get together and they still do the storylines, but it's a lesbian relationship. There you go. There you go. Here's a thought uh, real quick. Um, Killmonger. He's supposed to be in the sequel. Michael B. Jordan's character was supposed to be uh, in thought, this movie. Yeah, I thought about that too, um, is if you, um, do a multiverse story and uh, and Eric, Eric Killmonger comes back and he's Black Panther. That's also a way that you can do it. Yes. I, I, I mean, that's what I, I would love, do. Love that character. You know what I mean? Like, and, I, he, and he was I, 
Killmonger is a badass, dude. Yeah, it's probably one of the better villain, the better Marvel villains. You know, he's today. definitely a better. Yeah, it's definitely a better version of Eric Killmonger than it was in the comics because I love, I like this version of Eric Killmonger better than I like the one from the comics. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Michael B. Jordan just oozes, charisma. you know, <laughs> charisma and star power. So you have like, I'm not saying he's replacing, you know, you know him, but it's like we have a a muscular dude, you charisma taking over another muscular dude with charisma. You know that same energy. You have his redemption story because he was tempted to Black Panther in the first movie before they fought. You know, what better way to have hit have a redemption? You know, right. I, I think they should have done that. I think they should have, you know, maybe postponed another another writer, you know, but maybe Ryan Coogler, you know, maybe he didn't want to do that. Maybe like, okay, you I, know, I, or maybe they said, hey, Ryan, this is what we're doing. Sherry, make it work. <laughs> it's like, okay. So, yeah, I mean, there, there's there's a way to do it without disrespecting Chadwick Boseman. You know what I mean? Like, there are ways to do right. it with disrespecting the memory of Chadwick Boseman. Right. And I really think that Ryan will do that. Uh, a quick thought, a quick uh, shout out. Um, I actually met him uh, once, um, but I didn't know it was him <laughs> when Chadwick? I met him. Chadwick? No, 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 no. Uh, Ryan Coogler. <laughs> oh, wow. I met, How'd you meet him? Yeah, I met him. Well, I met him a few years ago. Um, he's friends with my best friend's best friend, Chris Morocco. He lives in LA and he's a film, uh, he does film stuff. He does like, you know, music videos and all that stuff. And mm. he came over during Christmas time uh, over to his mom's house uh, in San Paolo. And I went over there because I go there every year and he was talking to him. I didn't know who he was. You know, I thought he was just a friend of Chris. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, and they were talking about movies and Hollywood and being in LA and all that stuff. And then I leave because I had to leave early. And then my best friend left. I left and I goes, hey man, you can always tell your friends you met Ryan Coogler. I'm like, yep, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Like, that was I was like, what? You know, and I and I, I didn't have time to go back. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm gonna get your autograph or whatever. You know, Oakland, but, uh, Oakland bred and raised, man. Right. So I, I'm a fool. I should have known who he was. You know, you make time and you go back. I know, I know right? Hey, hey know. James. Oh, sorry, dude. James, uh, Dean Coronado in the chat, man. Uh, Dean, so Dean. Said, Dean, Dean. He said, uh, Top Gun Maverick is a badass movie with a wagon load of recalls. James knows how much of Van I was the original. Uh, oh yeah. He said, we were singing either. Glory of Love, James is all about Karate Kid 2, or Danger Zone in his parents' van conversations from LA to Santa Rosa. Yeah, the conversion van, the Econoline conversion van. Yeah, that, I mean, we got Grown Up Geeky later. That's pretty much yeah. one of my Grown Up Geekies. Is, we're we're is, going to bring that up. Is, <laughs> we're going to uh, talk about that. Watching movies with my cousin Dean Din, all Din. hours of the night. Yep, yep. Okay, let's keep going because we got DC Multiverse, now the MCU Multiverse. How about another multiverse, kind of? So this is the big news. Ryan Reynolds is bringing his beloved live-action Deadpool to the MCU. I'm already moving the mic away. Yes! But he's not oh, coming alone. Man. He's not coming alone. He's brought backup. Oh, what? I know. Yeah. Jackman... Hung Jack- up, hung up his Wolverine claws back in like 2017. Said he was, said he was done. But in the little promo video that they did together, who's in the background? Like, hey, uh, hey, you want, <laughs> hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? Yes, yeah, sure, sure, Ryan. Why not? <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Um, <laughs> dude, the implications of what can be going on with this, uh, especially because, like, so he already also kind of released a, um, like almost like a snippet of what the basic storyline is going to be. Uh, and the idea is that this is Deadpool traveling through the multiverse and finding his way into the MCU and he's bringing Wolverine along with him. Bro. This is going to be a buddy cop movie. So here's the thing, right? There's always a theme to Deadpool movies, right? The first 
movie was um was a love story the second movie was a family story right mm-hmm. this is going to be a buddy cop movie you know it's going to be a buddy cop movie because he's bringing along wolverine um he's purposely doing a multiverse thing where he's pulling wolverine out of the fox universe and then they're going on an adventure to make their way into the mcu mm-hmm. which so is quick. not hard for deadpool because there have been mcu references in every deadpool movie mm-hmm. like the aircraft carrier yeah that kevin <laughs> were, were funny like he, kevin feige was like uh he was like i am allowing this to happen because it's funny right and that's also why kevin feige said no deadpool comes over as is <laughs> Because it's already technically in the MCU with the way that Ryan Reynolds wrote the storylines. Right. Yeah. He, they just didn't mention it. So mm-hmm. uh, the script for the film is coming from Bob's Burger, Wendy Molyneux, and Lizzie Molyneux mm-hmm. Loglin, with Deadpool and Deadpool 2 writers Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick also working on the script. So it's a big collaboration. This okay. is going to be ridiculous, man, because you have, you're going to have all the comedy of Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, which I thought they walked away. And when I saw that they came back, I was like, well, what happened to, to Wendy and Lizzie Molyneux? And they're still attached to it. So it's like, mm-hmm. this is going to be stupid funny, man. Mm-hmm. All four- it's going to be stupid but funny. And also, hopefully, hopefully, Disney can keep their paws off this. No, Disney, uh, Feige already said it's rated R and it's it's coming over the way that it is. Because he, he said that yes. it's it's a, the, 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 um, he was saying the franchise works as it is. And if, it's, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, leave it the way it is. Feige has made a lot of, uh, uh, comments about you know a lot of people saying oh because it's uh, Disney it's you're you're gonna change it and all this other stuff he's like no Ryan gets to do what the hell he wants with this because he's already got a working uh, uh, a working formula I'm not gonna mess with that gee I wish the showrunners of Daredevil could have said the same thing but mm-hmm. that's a story for another day but anyway um... <laughs> yeah so back to what you were saying Ryan Reynolds said this was gonna be like a, a road trip or Logan and Deadpool but it's gonna be Rashomon style so <laughs> Rashomon style is where the same event is recounted by several different characters and the story differs based on the point of view and like how they they reconcile it in their head they're literally oh gonna god. do a multiverse they're literally gonna yeah. do this is how it changes from each universe oh my god yeah so it's pretty much like showing the same the same event happening but just two different points of views and how the story can be different based on those point of views right that's that's like uh god what was that movie man uh, uh there was a movie that it, I, I remember it got a whole bunch of awards um, and it was like you know there was multiple people different things were happening but in the end of the movie everything like kind of like ties up together and they all end up in the same place so and I mean, the one that came out the same time Dr. Strange did uh, everything in between everything not that one I didn't know that that, that, that kind of story but because I haven't seen okay. that yet I want to but I haven't seen it yet um, right. no it was it's an older movie like it was it was like in the mid 2000s um, and it who, was like who was in it I don't, I don't even remember I remember I got a shit ton of awards though um, I'll get back to you I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it right. gotcha okay right but like but uh movies like usual suspects that's that's kind mm-hmm. of a rashomon style where it's like different points of view I'm trying to think of another um i think reservoir dogs technically could be that as well and like pulp fiction like different points of view oh okay if that makes any sense i like it no 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 it makes sense yeah 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 the other big news about deadpool Forrest Whitaker is, was in it Forrest Whitaker, oh. you, you need to keep looking that up i know Forrest whitaker was in it um are you googling or trying to i'm imdb it am i i'm using it out of your brain yeah i'm imdb being Forrest whitaker right now to see 
see what movie it was. I remember him being in it. So the other news um, that Ryan Reynolds dropped in this video, pretty funny video, but Deadpool 3 has a release date. Yeah. This is this is awesome. So September 6th, 2024, Deadpool 3. I'm kind of down wow. for this. So where does this, I'm, I should have looked this up ahead of time, but like what phase is this? Is this phase five still? It's oh, in no. 24. 2024, depending on what comes out, 2023, Secret Invasion. I think. Hmm. After Invasion, what, what comes out after Invasion? I'm going to look it up right now. You guys yeah. just, I, I need to look at like release dates. Yeah, we've got so much happening right now. <laughs> Dude, I'm excited for this. And I, I love that they just brought it back as like kind of a joke. Like, you know, hey, Hugh Jackman just walking in the background like, whatever, I'm in. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm down with that. Uh, but uh, 23, what were you going to say? But no, I was going to say, yeah, this is a this is a match made in heaven Um, because you already, I'm glad that, you know, Feige said we're keeping Deadpool the way he is. Mm -hmm. You couple that with the fact that the last time we saw, you know, Wolverine was in Logan, which was rated R, which was a Logan we wanted from day one. <clears throat> so you, no, there's no way you can you know, deviate from that. So we're, we're going to get a compilation of both of that. Um, I hope the violence is all over the place, no matter what they do. <laughs> I mean, it's just going to be uh, carnage. It's going to be carnage candy, dude. It's going to be, this is going to be the movie. This is going to be the, the dude bro movie that most dude bros are missing in their current Marvel, Marvel stuff. So this would be kind of like, okay, this is, this is the love letter to you guys. <laughs> this is it. Right. Right. So this is going to bring Marvel back to form. I mean, oh, yeah. And September, there's nothing coming out in September. So it's going to eat up anything in 2024 from September to December, I think. That's a good point. You know? That's a good point. Until, unless they have, you know, unless Disney has something else come out at that time. But I don't I don't see anything coming out 2024. Yeah, I mean, Thunder... I don't know what they're going to do with, with Aquaman or, you know, uh, or Flash when they're going to put those movies in. You know, that's, that's 2023. So maybe. Let's see. Thunderbolts comes out July of 2024. So probably nothing in August. So that would mean it'd go Thunderbolts and then Deadpool three. Wow, Oops. two extremes. <laughs> yeah, right. The movie I'm thinking. No, I was, I was thinking Crash, but that's not it. No. Yeah, this may be. So it may go Thunderbolts in what was that July? Nothing in August. September is Deadpool three, and then November, two months later, Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh that's big. That's a, that's a pretty that's good big. lineup. That's a pretty good lineup. No. Well done. Oh man. Uh now I have to like make new uh uh edits to to my costume. <laughs> I don't know. Some, claws. some claw marks. I know, right? Well, I, I already yeah. make Wolverine jokes when we walk around cons anyway. So I mean exactly. like yeah. now you can you can't be like mercenary for hire because now they're buddies. I can still do mercenary for hire. Are you kidding me? All right. Okay, all right. I mean, it makes it funnier that I do the Logan jokes, you know. Uh mm -hmm. I, I so uh I started doing these jokes now where i walk when i when i walk around the cons i go has anybody seen logan about four foot nothing really angry knives for fingers really bad job <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you got the voice down too. That's pretty good. That's impressive. All right, you can see my new mask, man. It's in the garage right now, but yeah, you know, I'd go put it on. But you, gotta, have you found that movie yet? I, I like I said, I thought it was Crash, but it's not. Okay, I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, go ahead. Um, from the MCU to a galaxy far, far away, after 40 years, James Earl Jones, who's 91 years old by the way, is retiring from playing Darth Vader. Now uh, Vader's gonna, back. He's like, I'm gonna retire. I'm, I'm done. Gonna, I'm gonna cry when James Earl Jones passes, man. <laughs> like really cry that man that man has influenced so much in my uh in in my childhood i know so sad. i had no idea it was 91 when he yeah, said yeah. nine i was like oh that's, at that point i'm like 
we're hitting that Betty White, you know what I mean? It's like we're getting close to that. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, but that's right. You know, he but, must have some health issues, and he's like prioritizing things because you know he's he's kind of walking away. So Vanity Fair reports that the actor has signed over rights to his voice to Lucasfilm, so they can continue using his voice with that you know AI technology that they used for uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matthew Wood of Lucasfilm said that the actor wished to keep Vader alive. Kind of weird, but yeah. So that makes sense. Is that like, hey, keep telling Vader stories. Do whatever you have to do. Use Hayden. Use my voice. Right. But it's not going to be me anymore. Wow. Kind of sad, right? I wonder if he has like health issues where he can't um, like do a voiceover kind of thing. Yeah. It might just Probably. be that he just doesn't want to do it anymore. You know, he's Could just, be. I'm I'm ready to just end my career. You know, I just want to retire and chill. Yeah. And that AI yeah. technology is like, he's like, damn it. What, what am I going to do? Might as well retire. Because <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really do um, appearances that much. Does yeah. he? He's still playing Mufasa. <laughs> oh, yeah. He? Yeah, he's playing Mufasa in the new movie. Oh, interesting. Okay. Hey, guys, hold on. I have to, um, I have to change. I have to charge my phone. So I might be without my mic for a while. If that's okay. okay. Well, I'm at I'm at 15%. So I got to charge up my phone. Plug it in. But come on, I'm, man. Thing, All right. Huh? All right. I'll keep going. Get, so, give me a um, second. <laughs> so who knows what's going to happen with Darth Vader? I, I think they're going to do more Darth Vader now that they have Hayden Christensen back and he's willing to play it. And, you know, the fans are happy he's back he's happy to be back i mean he's done not a ton since the uh prequel series what, yeah what, and, and hayden, also, hayden also said that he wants to do more vader like he said straight up before he even did it that he would like to do an entire series as vader exactly you know honestly like they they don't need him but it's nice to have hayden christensen to say that hayden christensen's in that suit but like technically you don't need him you know you have james earl jones consent to use his voice we have the ai technology there are also we- a couple of different uh voiceover actors that that can pull off james earl jones pretty well yeah we just kind of need you for flashback scenes hayden but thanks you know we'll appreciate you being on board so what do you guys think do you think we're going to be getting more vader in the future like a maybe a vader series i know that we have comics i mean i think we will i think i think it would make sense to continue doing vader stories yeah totally so sad about james earl jones but it is what it is okay yeah. keep going on to some gaming news but not your gaming news some board gaming news are you a big board gamer uh i i'm kind of both uh i like board games uh i haven't really played very many uh-huh. in recent years but i mean i do see them and i do I, I'm, i've been more into card games recently like poker no no like like uh like cards against humanity and and uh i have a little <laughs> remember when i pulled out the uh uh the angry kittens game oh uh, okay got it right stuff like that you know like those kind of games okay so ravensburger ravensburger recently announced a new board game based on disney parks ride space mountain and it's called space mountain all systems go now this is very exciting news because it's kind of like there there really hasn't been much on the lore of um of space mountain Mountain, yeah um there's been like a little bit in some of the video games that they've done and stuff like that but like they really haven't gone deep into like the lore of of space mountain so it's going to be kind of cool to see like you know not that they're they're doing a board game they're they're gonna have to write like a storyline around everything to make everything make sense i Uh, totally agree i i I feel like this is like you know disney's been buying up lucasfilm you know star wars and you know marvel and and, you know fox and everything and they're expanding their ip that way like they're missing a golden opportunity to like expand their own ip with like you know space mountain and big thunder mountain railroad haunted mansion you know uh whatever else is out there uh oh the other one jungle cruise you know jungle cruise yeah I, I, and not to jump back, but just because I was still looking for that movie, um, I, I found out where Rob 
from? Which one? What is it? With the word Rashomon, I found out where that came. Where that comes from? Where does it come from? Oh. There was a movie in the 1950s that Akira Kurosawa made uh, called Rashomon, and basically it's about um, it's there's a murder that happens, and there's four different contradic- uh, contradictory stories by four mm-hmm. different witnesses. Uh, so the Rashomon effect comes from a Kurosawa film. Mm-hmm. So Kurosawa is mm-hmm. out here in, just uh, uh, influencing everything from Deadpool to Star Wars. There you go. <laughs> All right, Space Mountain, all systems go. It's an intergalactic adventure game. Uh, players become pilots who must travel through space, visiting all five starports. I didn't know there were five starports. I know, right? Is that what we do on the ride? I don't know. I don't even know. I, I guess the uh, the point in the ride is to try and get to all five starports and say you've been to all five. Is that really the ride? I have no idea. <laughs> I just made that up. Oh, okay. I've never been on it. I've been on it. Been on but... it? The hell's wrong with you, Fred? <laughs> Bro, I've been to Disneyland that many times in my life, and at the times I have, I've been on Star Tour. I did Michael Jackson's EO. Oh yeah, now wow. it's been a while because because Michael Jackson. Now you're dating. Now man, you're dating bro. yourself. So <laughs> my age, but um, yeah, but Space Mountain haven't. That's which is why I'm kind of intrigued about this, you know, this board game. So I'm have to check it out now. You know, it's funny. It's one of those dark rides. Like you know, you're outside. It's bright. You go in and it's like super dark. One of the like disclaimers is like take your hats off or like be careful. Hold on to your, like your your possessions. You know, wow. I wear glasses, so I take my glasses off because I'm like I don't want to lose my glasses on a dark ride. I don't want to be that guy. So like... I'm freaking blind the whole time trying to go through this dark ride. So all it's just like flashing lights and that's all I see. So like, I never say anything to anybody else. They're like, do you enjoy the ride? I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on on this ride. So like, it was, it is, you can't see shit on that ride anyway. So you're fine. It was for real. Like I didn't like, do we go to spaceports? I don't know. I've been uh, on the ride a million times. I don't know. What, I, what I've always wanted to do. Uh, I can't say always cause it hasn't been around like forever, but I mean like, you know, they do hyperspace mountain and I've, every time we've gone to Disneyland, the, it, the hyperspace mountain has, hasn't been going on. Mm-hmm. I want to do Space Mountain so bad because it's like a Star Wars uh uh like lens over Space Mountain and they have yeah. like you no know, like like yeah they do pro- projections. So yeah. it, it's a battle of like uh you end up in a battle with like some star destroyers and, yeah. and TIE fighters and, and whatnot. God, I want to do that so bad. Oh dude, it's so fun. As I just did it. Man, I, I just did it. it in June. You should have been there. Oh, it's great. Like, we're, we're, all right, we're... all right. You convinced me. All right. Oh, Christ. <laughs> okay. Oh, you were recording the the episode of the podcast. My bad. I was watching Hyper Space Man. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Oh, that's what you were doing when we said you were in the closet. Yeah. Right. Hey, that sounds weird. <laughs> all right. I have a all systems go. Don't forget your lightning pass. Opsis pass. All systems go. Hold on. Let me reread that. Okay. All systems go. Don't forget your lightning lane. Opsis pass. In Space Mountain, all systems go. Players take on the role of pilots who adventure to the furthest reaches of space to complete their mission and win the game. Players must visit all five starports while zipping over wormholes, avoiding asteroids, and performing daring twists around flying comets, unknown planets, and more. The game is designed for two to four players and should only take 20 to 40 minutes. Wait, you have to fly around unknown planets? You're trying to avoid Planet X? I guess so. Right? Like you're just flying and you're like, oh shit, planet, turn. Movers, <laughs> <laughs> kid. <laughs> you're just lifting lazily to the left. Yeah. I was like, what? maneuver. Kind of. Kelly's just lifting, lifting lazily to the left. It's like, oh. <laughs> He's just lifting lazily to the left. Man, this guy knows some maneuvers. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's head to that clear moon. Let's head to that moon. It's clearly a moon and nothing else. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, man. Family Guy. It always Space comes back Mountain. to Family Guy. Yeah, it always comes back to Family Guy. Space Mountain, all systems go, will fly onto shelves on October. I forgot the date. Sometime in October for $29.99. 30 bucks isn't bad. 30 bucks for a board game? Sure. Why not? But I mean, 30 bucks, 30 bucks for a game that's going to give us more kind of like insight into Space Mountain. I I'm kind of down for that. All right. I'll see if I can fit it into my Call of Duty schedule, but okay. I'll give it a try. <laughs> it uh, only takes 20 to 40 minutes. So, like, wait, wait till there's like a big, like, download, like a big DLC or something. And then, like, oh, let's play some Space Mountain. There you go. Exactly. Just to kill time. <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay. So, no, board games in the future are going to have DLC, right? <laughs> it's going to be like, oh, yeah, you got a board game. Here goes some DLC. Press it on the board. Expansion. Downloads it. <laughs> Yeah. Is my, there any my board has Wi-Fi? Is there any board game type <laughs> games for consoles? Oh yeah, there's there's all kinds of them, dude. dude any, there's, but there's any that are good, like anything that you're like, oh, this one's awesome, dude. There's literal D and D on consoles, man. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of dope. Kind of dope. All right, back to multiverses, Morty. <laughs> gotta, get the, gotta get the Morty, uh, multiverse, Morty. You, you gotta get this. This the multiverse, Morty. Oh jeez, Rick. Oh, geez. I don't know, man. I don't know, Rick. Well, oh, jeez. I don't know, Rick. Just the, the multi. Well, what do you mean? Cthulhu. <laughs> Cthulhu. There yeah. you go. So Oni Lion Forge Publishing Group has collaborated with Warner Brothers. I didn't realize Rick and Marty was on Warner Brothers, but it makes yeah, Warner Brothers, Brothers owns everything, man. They know, were, right? They were in the new uh, Space Jam movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, and they're bringing us a new Rick and Morty comic miniseries, finally taking on Cthulhu. So it's going to be called Rick and Morty versus Cthulhu Part One: The Whisperer in the Darkness. Oh God! See, I mean, this is a big deal just because for years uh, a lot of people have no you like you notice the opening to Rick and Morty everything that you see in the uh, in the opening of every season ends up yeah. at some point in the season right right and yeah. the one thing the one thread between all of them is at the very end of that uh that opening sequence they're running from Cthulhu and that's the end in the ship yeah so like the whole thing is like okay uh -huh. so why is it that we haven't seen them fight Cthulhu yet right and I know right. that there's a big joke with Justin Roiland about like the point of that is because people think it's going to happen at some point. And he's like, and maybe I will write a story where it actually happens, but you know, like it's 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 one of those things where people are going to fight like tooth and nail to see this story, and it's it may or may not happen. <laughs> it's it's very Justin Roiland thing to say, but I mean, like, right, you know, exactly. <laughs> the fact that they're doing a comic book on it, uh, and I don't know if Justin Roiland's involved in this, um, but I mean, like, yeah, it, it, it's going to be great to see if if it is something that is like a thrown away story that they did, like there's something something fans. that something that important i would think they would bring somebody on the creative team to do it yeah somebody i mean yeah a consultant or it just can be just one of the regular you know uh, oh, artists or writers <laughs> i was reading something that um i guess they introduced in, in those scenes maybe maybe it was the end credit scene but there's a baby cthulhu as well right. and that's that's what it is in in that that last little scene in in the opening credit is um is morty's holding a baby cthulhu while they're in his his ship and they're flying away and a big Cthulhu is, is following is like chasing them. Perfect. So that's I have a why is there a baby Cthulhu Opsis? Why is there a baby Cthulhu Opsis? <laughs> we do this is 
Why is there a Rami Cthulhu Opsis? <laughs> what could be worse than an off-planet sugar deal gone wrong tripping through a Lovecraftian hellscape with the Smith family as they fight a cosmic sentient color and racist fish people? That can't be right. Welcome to the Rick Sanchez school of actually getting shit done and the poor bastard Jerry declares everything smells like cinnamon and sorrow in this Lovecraftian epic. This sounds like a Justin Roiling story. <laughs> That's what I'm saying dude i'm telling you well, let me look it up uh cosmic sentient color and racist fish people right so right. you have the weirdness of like you know racism exists everywhere like it's like oh yeah it's not just going to be us it it exists everywhere which is like a very much a justin roiland concept right it's like right. aliens are going to be racist against themselves <laughs> Hey, that's that's how we work but that's the thing is that the, the the whole joke is that you know a lot of people are like a lot a lot of a lot of people who are very idealistic or like you know um aliens in their advanced civilizations they won't be racist because you know they've gotten over stuff like that and it's like no no justin right. is very much like no these societies are going to be just as racist as we are just exactly themselves you know <laughs> that's funny that's, that's funny. somewhat comforting but not really but yeah it's, right it's like oh okay we're not that bad then all right cool so i know i know you're big rick and Morty fans. I know you're big Rick and Morty fans, and I know you're also comic book fans. Are you going to be picking up a Rick and Morty comic book? I think I will. For that, for that yes. I, I, I The last time I picked the one up was actually uh, two years ago. It was free comic book day, actually. Uh-huh. And that's the only reason why I picked it up, because it was just there. I didn't know there was a Rick and Morty comic book at the time. And I read it, and I enjoyed it. I, I didn't put it part of my saver, but I, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it for what it was, and it was free. But for this one with the Cthulhu, yeah. Yeah, it just, oh, dude. I, I hope there's a, a, a writing team from the show doing this book. I hope. I mean, I I'm going to buy it anyway, but it will be extra special. Right. You know, extra spicy, you know. <laughs> spicy. <laughs> All right. spicy. Rick, Rick and Morty versus Cthulhu. Part one, The Whisperer in the Darkness will be available December 7th. Not that uh, that's far not far away. Yeah. A couple months, couple months. So much good stuff's coming out, man, this year. This is good, man. Anyway, and there's a lot of good stuff we got to stream, too. Let's get to that. But before we do, last story, we should have saved this for grown-up geeky, but McDonald's is going old school. <laughs> McDonald's is bringing back Halloween Happy Meal buckets. I'm so down for this. So as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, that was the bucket. So McDonald's Halloween Happy Meal buckets originally introduced 1986, consisting of uh, jack-o'-lanterns, uh, McPumpkin, McBoo, and McGoblin are coming back. I'm so yeah. down with this. Just like a Mexican oh. pizza can come back. You know, bring back holiday buckets, Happy Meal buckets. I'm down. Right. You know, I like the way they look. They look very Halloween three seasons of the witch right now. Yeah. With those with those buckets. I, I'm, so it's, it's extra spooky to me. So I'm down for it. I'm yeah, no, I'm 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 again I'm excited for this kind of stuff because it brings back something that I remember as a kid, you know, like that just 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 seeing me nostalgia. That, that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting mm. at. Like, mm. That's a good idea. Hollywood should do more of that. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm no. going to buy these for my kids, but I think I'm going to be keeping some. You're secretly buying it for yourself. I know. Totally. Yep. You're going to beanie happened... baby this, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> totally. That's what happened when they were doing the like Thor love and thunder figures yeah. and stuff. I'm like, oh, who wants a happy meal today? Everybody's like me. I'm like, of course. Dude, back in the 90s with Beanie Babies, I used to go to the DVC mm -hmm. and there was a McDonald's over there by the college. And there was like these, like these three moms buying like 20 bags of happy 
females. And they were taking the beanie babies and they're like, hey, do you want the food? And I was like, if I wasn't late for class, I'd take it. You know, and I got yeah. already ate too. So I was like, wow, uh, okay. Just weird to me. But they were into it. They were into collecting. So I can see this being a big hit. Yeah. I can, yeah. I can see people getting this for their kids to trick or treat with, you know? Mm-hmm. And right. Do they, do they glow? Does the green one glow in the dark? Was that ever? Oh, man, sorry. Yeah. You know, I, 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 don't think, I don't think it did. I don't think it okay. did. Okay. I'm trying oh, to no, I, have this, I have this nagging suspicion that it might. Well, I don't know. But that's still <laughs> so cool. Put a candle in that thing. It'll glow. That's fine. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. But they're so small, though. You can't fit a lot of candy in that. You can't, like, take that trick-or-treating. You need that big pillowcase. You know what I mean? <laughs> the big pillowcase. You can't take this Happy Meal-sized bucket. You need, like, at least a Home Depot-sized bucket, you know? Oh, okay. man. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, Halloween Happy Meal buckets will be back starting October 18th and will be available for a limited time through October 31st. All right. Hurry um, up this Halloween. 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 Hurry up this Halloween. Silver you know what I'm not you know what I'm surprised that they haven't brought back yet is um is like the hamburglar as uh as what, what was he? I remember the 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 nugget dude was uh was was a vampire. No, the nugget dude was a mummy and and the hamburger was a vampire. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that they haven't brought back all of like Ron McDonald's friends as like you know treating characters like they used to do. Because I remember there was like there was like a CD they put out with all that dude. I remember this shit as a kid. There's a video on YouTube that I saw about the history of Ronald McDonald and friends and, you know, the, the French fry guys and the nugget packs of McNugget babies and a little thing. There's a whole story about why they why they left and why they brought him back and things like that. And, um, you know, Mayor McCheese and all that. That's, yeah, Mayor McCheese. I was, I was sitting here like looking. I'm like, what is that dude's name? Mayor McCheese. <laughs> Mayor McCheese. That's like the mayor of what? <laughs> Mayor McCheese. I'm like. Yeah, yeah, Mayor of the playground. You mayor know? of the burgers. <laughs> He's the mayor of all burgers. You guys keep some weird knowledge in your brains. It's, it's like Mayor McCheese. Oh, you're the mayor of burgers? Let me introduce you to the Burger King. Burger. Oh. Maybe that's why they don't, they don't bring him. Like, who, who needs a mayor when we got a king? Yeah, the oh, mayor. That's right. King. I'm sure Burger King was like, hey, 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 you, gotta, you can't do that anymore. We, we, got, we got Burger King. You got you to gotta, you gotta kill that. Like, Burger what? King did him dirty. Take it to court. <laughs> All right, let's get to some uh, rumors, huh? Rumors? It is time. Let's do this, guys. Guys, guys, there's a a theme song for this. Let's do this. I don't know where to get in their nose, but I'm not mad. Tonight it goes through. Oh, let's start some rumors. I want to start some rumors with you. With you. you. I want to start some rumors with you. All right. Can't be rumors without some MCU rumors. So the first one is uh, we were getting Daredevil born again, right? So Charlie Cox is coming back. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is coming back. I guess the original plan was to have Kristen Ritter's Jessica Jones come back in the pun. I'm sorry, in the Daredevil series. Uh But I guess she's got some like um, scheduling conflicts. So the new rumor is that John Barenthal's Frank Castle, aka the Punisher, will be showing up in Daredevil born again. That Mm -hmm. all makes sense because those are the three characters fighting he said he wants to bring back Mm -hmm. he didn't care as much about iron fist and uh um luke cage and luke cage uh i i personally i liked luke cage i thought it was a great storyline i think iron fist the majority of the issue with iron fist was that the martial arts was trash but i mean like um you can't you can't be the master of martial arts and not be able to fight but i mean like you know like you have that going on right there the best part of of iron fist was literally uh uh the sisters of the dragon um yeah barring all that right there um 
is is Christian Ritter's Jessica Jones and Purple Man were like chillingly perfect, right? And then of course John Barenthal. I don't think anybody plays the Punisher as as well as John Barenthal played uh, played Frank Castle. Yeah, those are available on Disney Plus now, right? Yes. Yeah. All all all, all five of this series from Netflix yeah. on Disney Plus. I think you have to go through your settings on though on Disney Plus if you haven't already and put your age so it's set for to unlock all the content. Right. Because you can put rated R content if you uh, if if you put the age limit on it. Right. Which is funny because before you didn't really have to because it's like oh everything is all PG whatever if you're 13 and so voila. But uh but but now yeah you- it's all it's all on there. Yeah. Now you can watch Deadpool. Now you can watch Logan. Now you can watch the Netflix series. All of that. All that stuff is on there. Um, the fact that they're doing that, you know, like you no, know, basically they're going to start putting Miramax stuff on Disney Plus because it makes mm. sense. You know? yeah. So Smart. if this rumor does to uh, become proof positive, it leads to a bigger question as to um, how dark is this show going to be? I mean, obviously there's rumors about Daredevil, uh, you know, Born Again. That's going to be kind of a lighter tone. I don't know if that's just because of She-Hulk and they're going to just do it just for She-Hulk that one episode. And then in Born Again, they're going to go back to TVMA or even TV. I'd be okay with TV 14, truth be told. Um, but now if John Barrow does come back as Punisher, I mean, you can't water down two characters, uh, you know, I, whether we, whether yeah. you're the guest star or not. So I, I don't so. think that they are. Like, the thing is, is that I think that you can make it ambiguous enough where you have these appearances by Daredevil in Spider-Man. You have the appearance of Daredevil and in, in, uh, uh, in She-Hulk and everything like that. That doesn't necessarily, because those are PG-13 series or PG-13 movies, PG, all that kind of stuff, because it's, you know, enough for kids to watch, doesn't necessarily mean that they're not going to go to a dark storyline for um for Matt Murdock himself. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, that, that can easily be, I mean, they do that all the time. Like, they put Blade at the end of um of the Eternals, which had the first sex scene in the MCU. Uh, yeah. You know, they had that going on there, but Blade is a dark property, and you know they're going to go dark with it, you know? Got like, up, so. yeah. There was yeah. there was a pseudo-sex scene in Andor, Star Wars Andor, and that's oh, yeah. still on normal Disney, whatever. Like the Dude, non- Andor was way darker than I thought it was going to be, man. Like, yeah. I was not expecting Andor to be that dark, you know? I still, I, still, I still need to binge that actually i know i'm like three yeah. episodes behind first two was a yeah. launch of first day yeah. uh, and, I, was- and i like i like their approach to andor where um they it just came out like if well, like yesterday they said that andor the way they treated it was as if it wasn't a star wars property yeah and right. there was elements to it and it was like we'll, like, we'll get to andor we'll get to andor yeah <laughs> Okay, Jeez. jumping the gun. You're bearing the lead. Exactly, man. I shouldn't have said it. I shouldn't have said it. So tacos on the table, your Halloween happy meals on the table. Is Punisher gonna be in Daredevil Born Again? My tacos are on the table, 100 percent on that. Yep. Yeah. I would say Born yes. Again? If if you're not gonna bring Bullseye back for at least for Born Again, you have to. Um, I don't know if he's gonna if, if Punisher gonna be, you know, the antagonist again, or you're gonna bring in Kingpin because Daredevil Born Again is actually based off a comic book of Daredevil, I think 227, right? Involving the king the Kingpin. Uh, I think it for 227 to 232 which uh those books actually went up in price when they announced born again, uh, that born one, again. that's not the one kevin smith wrote is it no 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 this came out a long long time ago like okay. it's one of the yeah it's like 227 it's it's an early it's an earlier one uh like karen is like a uh a, a recovering drug oh, drug addict or something yes. like that where karen page was a uh, she, uh, she was a dope addict yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so yeah. It, it, it delves into that so yeah but it's a straight up kingpin story so i don't know if it's gonna be loosely based off that because i think season three kind of delve a little bit into 
to the Kingpin storyline and it had Karen's backstory in that one. So when they mean born again, I hope they don't mean like, oh, it's born again in a way that you wasn't in the Netflix series. So it's born again, but in the Marvel universe. So I don't know what the what the subtitle is in reference to. Right. Um, but I hope we do get um, a story. But if you're not going to do Kingpin, if you're not going to uh, sneak peek a uh, uh, bullseye, got to bring in a Punisher. I don't know who the main antagonist will be, but if you got feel to bring in a Punisher, then it's going to be a badass villain. So yeah, my tacos on the table. <sighs> my burrito tacos on the table. Yeah. Uh, no, I was. I know, right? No, I was saying. I, I was just looking it up. Okay. I was like, who wrote Born Again? It was. It's, it's the Frank Miller uh, uh, run. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean that's I got him. I got him. <laughs> I mean, I mean, talking about like you know it being dark, right? Like if it's the Frank Miller run, it's gonna be dark, right? But know? that's why I hope that that title wasn't just to bait us in, right? You know, I, I'm, I I'm not trying to be anti Disney. I'm just saying I, I don't see Feige doing that because the thing is, is that Feige when he comes through, he comes through, man, and it's like yeah. he's yeah, been it's- that he liked the way Daredevil was and he wanted to bring that over the way it was. But I mean, like if okay, this good. multiverse thing, and yeah, it's just like this is a chance for me to retell this story within our universe right you know? and then it's like okay i like that idea too right you know? where they're just like basically they're retelling the story of daredevil but within this universe and that one being uh a, a multiverse var- or the one on netflix is a multiverse variant of uh uh of, of of this what we have but i mean like now they did you- say that they did say that this born again series is is not a continuation right of the right. Netflix series because the born again series this is the one in in the books this is the one where where daredevil like you know he kind of rekindles his relationship with uh like this is like right after he fights the hand and everything right yeah so i mean like because I, I know i know what series this is so it's like you know it's it's almost like he kind of becomes a little more religious in the books uh yeah they don't it's catholic why not but it also made him way more violent you know i mean that that's i mean that's frank miller but i mean like you know that's that's right. yeah, it, it made it made it made daredevil like a whole hell of a lot more violent uh because he became like more passionate right. um, so it's kind of like you know i I, I again tacos on the table i think he's he's gonna come back uh i think that uh we're gonna get daredevil um it's gonna be dark john barenthal is gonna come in we're gonna get that version of the punisher that he's supposed to be like how he was in the show uh if they scale it back it's mainly because they so they can like you know open it up to a larger audience but right. i think he's still gonna have the same intensity and the same kind of violent nature especially considering right. like the stuff that they've been that disney's been kind of pushing the the, the bar with right I mean, you, you think about like going back as far as Winter Soldier like you know like there's a scene at the very beginning of Winter Soldier where uh, Captain America pins a dude to the side of, side of a wall with a knife they just don't show the blood you know right but it's like you know stuff like that it happens in there so I don't see them not not having Punisher and Daredevil be the violent dudes that they are okay good yeah I mean that, that's my concern I mean I, I'm not saying that you can't do that in PG-13 I mean we've seen movies like The Dark Knight yeah. you know fantastic movie you know it doesn't have that much blood but it's a very dark violent movie you know the tone so if right. the tone is on par, at least on par with the Netflix show, from a tone perspective, I'm okay. It doesn't have to be a huge bloody body count and lots of blood. I mean, it gives right. all about the, the emotions, the music, the lighting, the setting. Uh, him, uh, you know, Matt Murdock and his Catholic belief and his guilt, yeah. his guilt, you know, stuff like that. That meant right. so much. You know, the dialogue with, with Fisk and 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 the Punisher in, in, when they were in prison. Yeah. You know, there's an episode about you know when Fisk going to jail and he first meets Castle. Just, just that alone is fantastic. Do the and episode just the dialogue. <laughs> Castle and then and then uh Frank beating the crap out of everybody in that in that corridor. Oh, yeah. Oh dude. my god, dude. That's the scene oh. that, that made that show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he's that, all in his white and he's all bloodied up when he's done. Yeah. It's like, okay, I see who won. Hallway scene in season one. The hallway scene in season one, the, the one continuous shot of Daredevil beating the crap out of everybody down the hallway. Dude, that, amazing. That's the one that everybody was like, 
okay, this this is this makes this entire show. Right. 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 Exactly. Because it's something you've never seen before. Right. You know, think, it's just amazing. I, that, I was gonna say the MCU does a good job of like making making things a little gritty, but they don't necessarily show everything. Like remember in Falcon and the Winter Soldier when US agent had that one dude pinned down like right outside after like a, a chase scene right, right at right. that fountain and he just and he kills him with the with, he, with the shield. he kills yeah. him with the shield yeah you yeah. know but they didn't yeah. show it but it's like it's implied and you're like dude this just got dark that's why i'm right. saying like, like, like not showing it is more it's almost more uh yes. suggestive because your mind is like oh dude his head's probably like decapitated yeah exactly you know run all over the street the amount There's of witnesses the amount you know. of that we get from some disney properties especially on disney plus i don't see them holding back on this you know what i mean like it may not be necessarily rated r but you know it might be almost more more suggestively violent because you don't see anything right mm -hmm. again if i can get a tv 14 i'm okay with that man mm -hmm. i just i just don't want to lose you know who they are yeah i, just I, I, want, I, I you know i want a proper jigsaw because i and not that i didn't like that version of jigsaw uh mm -hmm. but i like the one from warzone better so i mean like i i, I want to see you know a proper jigsaw uh done in in this show right and same okay. thing like i want to see a proper uh bullseye because they haven't gotten bullseye right yet yeah i mean what i liked about bullseye at least in season three of daredevil was that his character although he wore the daredevil suit mm -hmm. i want to see that version of bullseye but in the bullseye suit in blue with the white arrow you know from the forehead i want to see that because you know him in a daredevil suit was cool it's kind of like you know murdoch looking himself in the mirror like that's how the people view me like i'm a criminal whatever right. that was cool i just want to see that in an actual proper bullseye suit and not the ben affleck daredevil bullseye yeah not and the colin Farrell bullseye no oh yeah no, no, no. <laughs> and then i want to see um <laughs> Of course, I want to see Electra. Uh, I want to see Electra. Uh, I thought Electra was great in, in the Netflix show. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah. But that last season when they introduced Typhoid Mary, dude, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see a good uh, another. I, like, I, I want Typhoid Mary to be as good as the way they did her in that show. Mm -hmm. Typhoid Mary is a badass character, dude. I remember a long time ago uh, they were trying to um, do a. God, I'm trying to think. God, I forgot what Marvel movie it was. It wasn't Daredevil, but they were trying to tap Katie Sackhoff to play Typhoid Mary. And I forgot what superhero movie it was. I don't know. It, like it never, it it never came to it never came to pass. But it wasn't Daredevil. Did they actually make that movie though? No, it was, it was way after Ben Affleck's oh. Daredevil. Um, was it in the at the time? They weren't even thinking about doing a Daredevil too. It was the the the, the just as equally bad Electra movie. No, <laughs> it was well after that. Yeah. Uh, God, I got to find out. But yeah, I remember. Um, uh, she was picking up some comic books to read. Kind like, you know, to get, you know, about, to, who get, is, to know who the was character. Was that like Aaron? Who was that? No, what's her name? Um, Jennifer, um, Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. She played her in, in, in those, in, in the Daredevil movie, but That's then, right. um, but in the series, I, I don't know her name. She's, uh, she's, yeah. She's like, cause, I mean, it's, it's cool to see somebody who at least, she at least put the accent on, you know, cause Electra, oh, sure. uh, yeah, Electra is, uh, is Greek. So it's like, you know, when you, when, when she's, you know, I think the actress was actually, uh, uh I think she was either Brazilian or she was, uh, uh, Latin, she was Latin descent, but she put on the Greek accent though, and it was like, okay, so she's Greek. I, that's where it should be. Elodie Young, huh? Does that sound right? Elodie Young. I think so. Yeah. 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 You got it. There you go. Sorry, looking it up. Yeah. No worries. Wow, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner—they did not. I'm surprised he he came back for superhero movies. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Okay. Uh, next rumor, last rumor. So we got six episode series for Miss Marvel. We know we're gonna see her again in the Marvels movie, but right. director. Adil L R B and Bilal Falah posted a behind the scenes of the of the filming of the Miss Marvel show, and then they added just reminiscing about our time in the MCU. Who's ready for season two? And everybody's like, "Wait a second, did they just pseudo announce that there's going to be a season two I know, of right? Miss Marvel?" 
And I mean, uh, we kind of knew it was coming, man. Like we we we're just waiting for them to announce it at this point. Yeah, but I mean, we're in weird territories with the with the net or not Netflix, but Disney Plus series. Like they've only announced um, Loki season two, right? And they announced that like from the get. But like, are there gonna be follow-ups up to the to the all these Netflix series? Like, there's like eight different series now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a lot's gonna depend on the success of Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the finale, you know, went with um, Captain Marvel popping up for that brief second, and then um, what the guy hinting at at Miss, Mar- uh, you know, of him of her being a mutant, Miss um, Marvel being a mutant, you know, whatever. You heard the little in the background, you know, that was like great. So if 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 the Marvel is a hit, then yeah, people. Will, will jump back to season two. So it, it all depends on how receptive they are to that. If it's not a big hit, um, I mean, I know that later on in episodes, uh, Miss Marvel wasn't being viewed as much. They were losing a lot of viewers. And that seems to happen, especially with Disney Plus um, shows. You start off great for episode one and two, and you see what it's going to be. You you wait around for the cameos, but then the end, it's like, you know, what are you watching it for? You know, who's mm-hmm. its audience for? You know, is it for people who just want to watch cameos? It's like going to Marvel movies, you wait for the end credit to see how this is going to connect the dots to phase three or phase four or phase right, five right you know so if you're watching just for that you're gonna be, you, you might be turned off like oh, okay well miss marvel's okay so it, it, it depends if if the marvels turn out to be a, a hit then yeah I, I can see them doing a season two i'm sure they have the treatment ready for season two oh, it's yeah. just a matter it's just a matter of you know if, if they think they're gonna green light it you know if um all these netflix shows like loki and all that it's like they might be like let's hold off because you know or maybe disney plus is to the point where like they're gonna be like netflix so like we'll do it all <laughs> Right. As long yeah, as we get subscribers, I, 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 think exactly. you're $10. I think it's funny how, you know, Marvel didn't have the rights to uh, to mutants. So they started changing a lot of characters into Inhumans. Mm-hmm. And then, exactly. Inhumans, you know, is like turned out to be terrible. And they kind of like, you know, erased Inhumans from the MCU. And now that they have the rights to mutants, they turned a character who was an Inhuman in the comics into a, into a mutant. And it's like, that's it's actually <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm I'm more of a mutant guy than an inhuman guy. Well, I mean, because the idea is that mutants are, are born with an X gene, and inhumans are given powers with a uh, Terrigen mist. So, I mean, like you know, it's it's just they're given different types of powers. They're different types of of characters. It's mm-hmm. the idea of being born with something and it being something you can't control versus being something that just is given to you all of a sudden. And yeah, I guess, some kind of outside agent. Right. And, and I guess the, you can also kind of make that argument for mutates within the Marvel universe. Uh, with yeah. Deadpool and uh, Mr. Sinister and 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 uh, I guess technically um, uh, Juggernaut because Juggernaut's not really a mutant. He has a gem that gives him superpowers, but like, right. yeah, like you know, like you have those characters that are you know, how do you determine a mutate versus an inhuman and things like that? It does get a little bit kind of muddy within the comic book universe. Um, right. Kind of funny that they made her a mutant, you know, and it's like I'm not against it. I, th- I think it's a, a nice little twist onto the character. Yeah, I'm okay with it totally cool tacos on the table are we do you think we'll get a season two of miss marvel right now uh my tacos are on the table uh, i i do believe we're gonna get a season two of um of miss marvel i think it was too good of a show for them just to let it just go uh i don't see marvel the, the marvels being something that doesn't take off mm-hmm. um i w- you're on the fence i i do i don't want to be sw- i'm not trying to be switzerland <laughs> i'm not trying to be French. <laughs> um, I, I don't think it's gonna happen right now now um oh, i think soon if they do a season two it's not going to be until like phase five right until right after, i mean yeah i mean Marvel's. having said that i i could yeah i will, will say eventually we will see yeah a, a season two 
I, I just don't see them like doing any shooting right now. It's going to be, I don't know. It depends. I mean, a lot can happen between now and 2024. Yeah, right? that's a so, good point. Good point. You know, you know, not saying that, you know, people would, won't see it. Again, it all depends on what it means with the Marvels. The Marvels, yeah. they bring in more characters to, you know, to, to complement her, then yes. You know, it was a good jumping off point. What you do in season two, you know, is going to be different. If it's more of the same of season one, then it could turn out to be like a, eh, you yeah. know. But who, again, who, people are investing to see what's going to, what's going to happen next. So, you know, I mean, let's yeah. look at Mandalorian season two. You I'm, saw that finale coming, right? I mean, yeah, no. I'm, I'm excited to see, Kamala, I'm excited to see Kamala come back, but uh, yeah. I want to see, because, you know, she becomes an Avenger, right? So I want to see her interacting with Bruce because in the comics, Kamala and Bruce's relationship is, is hilarious. Right. Yeah, it is. And, and I, and I want to see more of that. Like, I want to see that come kind of come to fruition. We see that relationship that she has with Bruce Banner. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be and cool. I think you're right. I think, I think they're holding off until after Miss or after the Marvel's movie to talk about any kind of season two. Plus, you know, Amon Vellani, that's she's young. She could be beating up people on Hawaii. Who knows? In like a month. And then they got to oh. reconsider. <laughs> like the they flash. Re- could be the new flash. <laughs> <laughs> then, then they got to reconsider what they're going to do with Miss Marvel, you know? Mark Ruffalo, so. we need you again. Again? God dang, I'm teaming up with another one. Okay, fine. I'll be there. I'll be there. He'll be the guy. <laughs> Yo, nerds, check it out. This episode went way longer than expected, uh, almost three and a half hours. So that being said, we decided to break this up in two episodes so that way it's easier to digest. You don't have to sit through three hours of us rambling on about nerd stuff. So we will catch you guys on the next episode being released right after this. See you soon, nerds. Why? Why? This was a production of the Distance Nerding Podcast and Time for Tacos Media. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and TikTok, all at Distance Nerding. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, and keep nerding together. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 32 32 32 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 32 32 32 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 32 32 32 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 32 32 32 now text grade to 32 32 32 Thank you.